0: whtt.org And now, ready, set, let the sparks fly. In today's WHTT Speaks Out, we're going to be talking about the
1: state of Christian Zionism. Back in 1999, We Hold These Truths republished the book, Holocaust II, Saving Israel from Suicide. We republished it as One Nation Under Israel. And that exposed the Israel lobby, APAC. It was written in 1990, and uh, it is almost becoming uh, self-fulfilling that uh, what Israel is doing is on a path of national suicide. Well, at that time of uh, Chuck going to Israel and into Gaza in 2002, the term Christian Zionism was not even there it, it uh, came shortly after that and of course through our efforts we helped spread the use of christian zionism until today it's uh, becoming more widely known and even embraced by the likes of john hagee and christians united for israel he openly brags of being a christian zionist and so we want to talk about an upcoming event countering KUFI in Washington, D.C., organized by Friends of sabil North America. These are Palestinian supporters, and Chuck will talk a little bit about that, but we're going to be titling this Christian Mainline Churches Are Discovering Zionism in Their Pews. Chuck? We want to... Take a moment to notice
2: something that's started to take place in the mainline churches, and it's taking place outside of the mainline churches in organizations like FOZNA, which is the Friends of Sebil, North America. Now, we've known about Friends of Sebil for a long time. They've been friends of ours, and they have been knowledgeable about the abuse of the Palestinian people. But up until now, we have not seen them recognize that the source of power for the persecution of the Palestinian people depends upon American Christians. In other words, the Zionist movement in American churches has condemned the Palestinian people to the abuse by the state of Israel that goes beyond human understanding. And of course, we photographed this in Gaza and in 2002, and we've been showing the same pictures to people ever since. What we are discovering, there have been many people and many organizations who have directly or indirectly managed to find out what's going on to the 2 million people that exist in Gaza and are being daily attacked, destroyed, killed, murdered, starved in that prison called Gaza, but until recently, the mainline churches, the Presbyterians, the Episcopalians, the Methodists, Church of Christ, and so on, I have not recognized that Israel has a program to do this, which is actually a what we have come to call Christian Zionism. Now, Tom has mentioned that that term didn't exist in 202 when we discovered Uh, what was going on in Gaza, but it did come into existence shortly thereafter, and people began to call Christians who favored the actions of Israel over the Palestinian people's rights, uh, Christian Zionists. We are delighted to see organizations like FASNA, Friends of Sibyl, North America, come out and recognize, we think for the first time, that the power that is suppressing the people in the Middle East is supported by a movement which we've come to call Christian Zionism. We're excited and thrilled to see not only Friends of Sabiel do this, and uh, we went to their rally years ago uh, in Washington for the Palestinian people, but their list of endorsers include a number of prominent church groups and organizations within Prominent mainline church groups such as the Israel-Palestinian Network of the Presbyterian Church USA, the Lakeshore Avenue Baptist Church in Oakland, California, the American Friends Services Committee, which we know about, has, is, a, is of course a long-standing peace organization, and there's a long list of supporters of this action. Uh, That's going to take place on July 6th and 7th in Maryland, just outside of Washington, D.C. It is led by Friends of Seville, North America, and the Jewish Voices for Peace, and American Muslims for Palestine, and so on. We are calling this the beginning of an awakening that is taking place within the mainline churches, where they begin to discover that there is a program to extinguish, probably to exterminate, the people who live in Gaza. And they are beginning to recognize that this is a force within the Christian churches that needs to be countered and recognized. So we're going to call this program, Perhaps Christian Mainline Discovers, Zionism. So I'm uh, going to ask our team here to hold forth and give us a a few thoughts on how we can further this movement. Now, someone mentioned that True News with Rick Wiles did a very powerful program today in which they stepped out and talked about Christian Zionism as a force for war within our country and talked about the fallaciousness of it and professed their own Christianity at the same time. These are things that we are now seeing going on in the main line that encourages us and makes us think that our efforts are going to pay off and that the mainline Christian churches are going to be the ones who turn around and recognize that the evangelicals who have been following Christian Zionism are in error scripturally and in terms of theology, that this is where the turning is going to come that not only saves what's left of the Palestinian people, but also saves our country from the constant threat of war, which is foisted off against us under the theory that we need to go kill people who do not like Israel, such as the Iranians and the people of Iraq and the people of Libya, who we've already destroyed. We believe the peace movement is going to be carried by the mainline churches that God bless them, have been largely asleep to this threat for such a long time. And in our view, in our watching, this is beginning to wake up at this time. So what we need to talk about is how we, as Christian leaders or Christian missionaries out there among the mainline churches, among the Christian Zionist churches, how we go about expressing ourselves in order to sell our point to these people. We've had some good comments that have come in from others. We'll be discussing those, but I'll stop now and open this back to you Tom and to the floor to see uh, what uh, others might wish to say about how we go about our business of ending the Christian Zionist threat within our own churches and the war threat that goes with it.
1: Tom? Okay, thanks. I might mention I, uh, an interesting concept that uh, Rick Wiles of True News came up with is the concept of displacement theology. In other words, what the Zionists did was displace much of the Palestinian population in 1948. Almost half of them, over 750,000, were displaced, and they're still living in uh, refugee camps, and this is opposed to what the Christian Zionists claim that were replacement theology, that Israel has been replaced, so we won't go into it, but it's used as a pejorative, and so maybe now that this is a good idea to uh, start using this term displacement theology, where God is a real estate agent, if you will, and gave the modern state of Israel based on the claim that the modern Jews who can't trace their lineage back to the ancient Israelites are somehow deserving of the land, what is now Israel. I
2: got a letter from a listener that I'd like to read part of because I think it's very good to the point. He's talking about how you go ahead and express this belief in a few words to people who are just suddenly waking up and don't have a concept of it. And uh, this listener writes, we'll listen to your podcast about whose side Israel's on. I got to wondering what is the key error that makes a Christian Zionist? And I think I have it. A Christian who becomes a Zionist does not understand how the Old Testament and the New Testament relate. He sees both testaments are still in force, one for the Jews and the other for the Christians. As he reads the Hebrew scripture in his Bible, he notices that God gave Canaan to the ancient Israelites. Therefore, in 2019, which is, uh, what, 5,000 years later, the Jews should take over the whole land of Uritz, Israel, or what is described euphemistically as Greater Israel, with biblical boundaries, because they have a mandate from God, they believe. The Jews are the Israelites, We're God's chosen people in the Old Testament, and so still are, even though the New Testament says that believers in Jesus Christ are God's new chosen people. The Christian Zionist, therefore, has to believe in dual covenant, thanks to the teaching of Schofield, Dallas Seminary, Hal Lindsey, and John Hagee. I asked the Christian Zionist this question. This is the key question of the letter. Can he learn Zionism from the New Testament? The answer is emphatically no. What he will learn is that Jesus Christ brought a new covenant to this world based on Calvary. And the letter goes on briefly thereafter. We need to put together our own little statement of how we go about addressing people we meet in mainline churches who basically believe in Jesus and have never thought about the Zionist problem or in Christian Zionist churches where they're taught every day that Zionism is the right side of Christianity and that it is part of the New Testament.
3: Well, Chuck, as you're talking about just the rise of the understanding of Christian Zionism, I think that's made obvious by the fact that it's being pressed back against by the Zionists so hard. We see the hate speech laws that are equating criticism of Israel with anti-Semitism. They wouldn't be doing this if they weren't feeling the pressure. And I'm so glad that organizations like We Hold These Truths and True News is getting the word out that Zionism is a political agenda. It's not a religious agenda and that Christians have no business supporting this. It's non-biblical and like the comments that you made, you can't make the case for Christian Zionism in the New Testament. You have to have a flat book Bible where you can grab a book here, or grab a verse here, grab a verse there, and have them all being equal. You're, you're totally defeating the whole nature of a new covenant. Paul talks about there wouldn't be a new covenant if there wasn't something wrong with the old covenant. And that's what we're living under is the new covenant. And for Christians to go in and try to take this old covenant and say it applies to... This real estate over in Palestine today—it's totally bogus—and I'm so thankful that you saw the vision, you know, years ago, Chuck, and were able to get the word out. And it—it it is the turning. It was very slow back then when you first started, but I see it ramping up. I see it getting more momentum as people realize that displacing people, murdering people, killing innocent youngsters—you know, throwing rocks. This whole thing—it is not right. It is immoral. It's wrong. And I think, like, I forget who mentioned years ago, that in the war of pictures, Israel loses big time because pictures show what's really going on over there. So, again, Chuck, thank you
2: for having the vision years ago. Okay, thank you, Craig. And thanks to the writer of the letter, Ken.
4: I was going to say that this counter-Kufi rally, I'm hoping that'll make some news. And hopefully the people coming there. To the KUFI event if they see a significant number of people at a counter rally maybe right there on the steps if that's allowed that should get them to pause and maybe maybe start thinking I hope it gets a lot of publicity Uh, Rick Wiles was at the APEC conference and he broadcasts that live for three days I don't think APEC's gonna invite him back because afterwards he and uh, his staff reviewed it and pretty well tore it apart. So that might be their first and only time they go there. But whether they're invited to Kufi, I don't know. Uh, But hopefully they'll at least be at the counter and give that a bunch of publicity. So the Internet is helping. I think that's where people are waking up. I really do. Absolutely.
2: And people like Rick Wiles are making an impact and are talented and good at what they're doing. They, they are the kind of people that actually get listened to.
1: Well, I'd like to point out, Chuck and Ken, that in 2007, We Hold These Truths was at the Kufi convention challenging it there. And so we were 12 years ahead of what's going on here. So this is great that other people are picking up the torches, if you will, and challenging outfits like Christians United for Israel, which is a giant lobbying organization for the state of Israel, plain and simple.
2: Plain and simple. And the truth does not get stale. It continues to work, doesn't it? Yes. So we're saying the same things we said in 207, and now other people are starting to say them. So truth will eventually prevail. It's in God's hands.
1: One thing that's interesting is the fact that There is a decline in the evangelical world. The younger people are rejecting this for a number of reasons. I like to think that they see through the promotion of wars against Iran. We've got our vice president, who's an avowed Christian Zionist, who uh, is... All ready to go to war Lindsey Graham Mike Pompeo Secretary of State he claims to be a Christian and so we've got all these warmongers and people that look at Christianity and say well why are, the, why are these Christians promoting going to war that seems counter to what Jesus taught and deep down a lot of the younger generation are recognized in this Tom, yeah, uh, that's very not well not said. Not
2: that we make this point always, where Christian Zionists leads us is into one war after another, because this is the only way that Zionists can capture what they're after, which is property, which is oil in the Middle East, which is the wealth that they seek after. It isn't that they're trying to sell their religion to the rest of the world. It's that they have objectives which are financial. And so we need to constantly point out that at the bottom of the Christian Zionist movement is all of the wars that we've been in for the last, how many years, 30 or 40 years. Most of them have been resulted from that, and that is at the bottom line of what we must always teach people is, if you'd like to see us stop killing people, have peace and stop destroying our money. And then what we really need to do is throttle the wishes and wills of the Zionist movement in America.
5: So I do want to throw my two cents worth in here on what Chuck just said. I do believe there's religious background in all this. I believe that the Zionists are the Jews who put Jesus on the cross. They still believe their covenant's good. They are still as wicked as they were the day they put Jesus on the cross and their agenda isn't just money and oil they still believe that promised land is theirs actually they believe the whole world is going to be theirs and they believe they are self-fulfilling prophecy even though they're very secular they still believe in prophecy that's what I see my studies have shown me and the Christians who are with them all believe that they are uh, doing all this for religious purposes so Christian Zionists, you go talk to a Christian Zionist they don't care about oil they think they're fulfilling God's will, and they are diligent, and they are determined that they are serving God in what they're doing.
0: Thanks for listening. If you like this program, please let your friends know about it and our other thought-provoking podcast. And be sure to visit our website, whtt.org, for a wealth of information on Christian Zionism and other critical issues that we face. Also at whtt.org, you can watch for free our award-winning documentary film, Christian Zionism, The Tragedy and the Turning, Part 1.